Talk about the Greens, that bunny, that bunch of idiots. Hey there, Climactic Collective listeners. I'm Emerald Moon. And I'm Tom Bella. And together we host Serious Danger. A podcast about Australia's broken political system and its greatest threat. The Australian Greens. (laughs) It's a show about green politics in Australia. The kind of politics that puts people and the planet before profit. We talk to cool and interesting people about fighting for good shit, like taxing billionaires. Housing for all. Workers' rights. First Nations justice. And drugs. Sweet, sweet, sweet drugs. Join us on Serious Danger every Sunday. You can subscribe to us anywhere you get podcasts. You can find us on Patreon. We're at Serious Danger AU on the socials. Or just head to SeriousDangerPod.com. That's Serious Danger with me, Emerald Moon. And me, Tom Ballard. Do you think we need something at the end there? Um, Go green. (laughs) (laughs) And Joey Sharma wrote a moving piece in today's Melbourne age. The story was headed, losing this court case feels like we've lost our chance for a safe future. And Jolly was one of a group of youths who'd taken on National Environment Minister Susan Lee asking her to protect them from climate change, from the changes that would arise from fossil fuel developments. They had won the case, but now it's been reversed. Welcome to this latest episode of Climate Conversations, and within that, quick climate links. I'm your host, Robert McLean. Climate Conversations is assembled here in Shepparton, in northern Victoria, Australia, on the lands of the Yorta Yorta people. Yes, the stolen lands of the Yorta Yorta people, and I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. In her age story, Amala said, Growing up, children are told to take losing graciously, because winning isn't everything. We're told that participation is what matters, and that if you're given it your best shot, that's something to be proud of. She went on, but in this case... It felt like winning was everything. We lost, and I'm angry. I'm angry, and so devastated. You'll find a link to that story in the show notes. Next, we shift to a podcast from The Guardian, the full story, and you'll find a link to that in the show notes. You'd be forgiven for forgetting that the Australian Greens appointed a new leader in February 2020. A lot was going on in the world back then, and has ever since. Longtime Greens MP Adam Bant took the reins, and since then, the party's been moving in a new direction. They've moved to diversify and talk a lot more about social issues, progressive issues. I think they're even moving into into a newer phase of of trying to to challenge as a legitimate, you know, third major force in Australian politics. Today, as voters' concerns about climate change loom ahead of the next election, how will the Greens use the balance of power? From The Guardian, we shift to World Resources Institute, and you'll hear from their podcast, Big Ideas Into Action. There'll be a link for that in the show notes. Hello, and welcome to the World Resources Institute's Big Ideas Into Action podcast. This week, the story is the link between environmental degradation and disease. This is nature biting back from all the things that we have done to some of our natural systems and the way that we interact with wildlife. 
At a time when the world is still struggling through a pandemic, it's time to put the way we treat nature under the microscope. H1N1, COVID, Ebola, so many more are linked to biodiversity loss. Roku films have been at it again. Just recently they gave us Kiss the Ground, and now it's Revolution Generation. Listen to this preview and you'll get some idea of what the film's all about. There'll be a link to the company in the show notes. The media would like you to believe the story that millennials are a bunch of lazy narcissists. Do I think we're lazy? No. Do we care about the things that everyone thinks we should care about? No. There are four basic types of generations. These repeating archetypes take place within four turnings. Four generations is about 80 years, and about every 80 years, there's a major crisis. We've entered another one of these fourth turning eras. And the biggest wildfire. We are in a do or die situation where we have to choose right now what are we going to do? It's time to set the record straight about our generation. There are things going on that we don't like. Take that energy and fuel it in a positive way, but it's not going to happen unless you step up and do something about it. Water is not a privilege. Clean water is a right. If you want to change a broken system, you have to change the structure of that system. A record number of millennials are running for office. Millennials are beginning to move into real leadership roles for the first time. Running for Congress, it was never something that I thought I'd be able to do because our system is not designed for working class Americans to hold office. If we look at anything we care about, whether it's gender equality, racial equality or indigenous rights, clean water, access to good education, climate change touches all of them. The mission of our generation is simple. Use every tool we have, including our political system, to fix our climate and save our future. This is about the entire future of humanity and Mother Earth. This is not radical stuff. This is all within reach. The hero of our generation is our generation. This whole revolution, we will make the impossible possible. No matter our race, our gender, our sexual orientation, our religion, we're fighting for an America as good as its promise. It was late in February, in fact, the last day of February, that the New York Times reported that the dangers of climate change were mounting so rapidly that they could soon overwhelm the ability of both nature and humanity to adapt, creating a harrowing future in which floods, fires and famines displaced millions, species disappeared and the planet was irreversibly damaged. The story continued. The report released on Monday by the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, a body of experts convened by the United Nations, is the most detailed look yet at the threats posed by global warming. It concludes that nations aren't doing nearly enough to protect cities, farms and coastlines from the hazards that climate change has already unleashed. Hazards such as record droughts and rising seas, 
let alone from the even greater disasters in store as the planet keeps heating up. The report, written by 270 researchers from 67 countries, is, according to United Nations Secretary-General Antonio Guterres, an atlas of human suffering and a damning indictment of failed climate leadership. He said, fact upon fact, this report reveals how people in the planet are getting clobbered by climate change. You'll find a link to that story in the show notes. That wraps up the audio section of today's quick climate links. Please don't forget to check out the show notes as you'll find lots of links in there that will help you better understand the climate crisis. Thanks so much for your company. And until we talk again, please take care, stay safe and be kind. For everyone you meet is fighting a great battle. Thank you.